Hello and welcome to the new podcast about my book, Attempting Local. Attempting Local follows my journey as I explore Ireland, surf the waves of the North Atlantic, hike the country's rugged mountains, and travel throughout Europe, all while striving toward a master's degree. It's an extremely honest account of how tough it can be to leave everything behind and move abroad, though it simultaneously demonstrates the beauty of a life of solo travel. Episode number nine, Storyteller. Entry number 21, December 12th, 2018. 108 days since moving to Galway. Entry title, When You Compromise and Fail. You know, the older I get and the more I learn and the more I settle into who I am, the clearer I see that school is not for me. I'm not even sure a steady job was meant for me or a steady relationship. I like change and embrace transition. And even though that's all becoming plain to see, I'm not sure how it'll all manifest. Do I finish school or drop out? Do I job search or drop off the face of the earth? Do I live publicly and cozy up to the cold, hollow embrace of social media? Or do I venture into the unknown to live life as the other? I'm not exactly sure what I'm looking for or if I'll ever find it, but something is telling me it's not here, not in this moment. Though, this is important. Coming here, moving overseas to study, has taught me that I'm good at running away. I had two options, get a real job or live as a dirtbag. I ran from both, opting for a part-time job with the occasional week here and there living a pseudo dirtbag lifestyle. You know why? It's actually quite simple. Like most people, I'm scared to fail, so I compromise. On the outside, some are proud of my meager accomplishments. I graduated from college, but I was surrounded by others who'd also just done exactly that. I got accepted into a master's program, but it turns out the university accepted almost any international student for greater financial returns. I started a business, but I abandoned that to choose the more comfortable route of education, higher education. But how much higher is it? They give us chapters to read and articles to thumb through, which I could have done myself without paying 14,500 euro for tuition. They give us assignments to complete that are a joke when faced with the reality of industry. They boast top 1% in the world, just about everywhere. But that's of institutions I'm beginning to see as counterintuitive to my existence. And through all of these thoughts, I've pushed my mind to endure and to even do well. None of my overall grades are less than a B. I know I'm not stupid. I know how to work hard. But do I really need to numb my mind to do work I despise? That's what I've been repeatedly taught. Persevere, stick it out. Doesn't matter if you hate it. We all have to do things we don't want to do. Then I'm told that lives were lived for me to be able to choose. Past generations, grandparents, my parents, lived to give their children the simple opportunity to carve their own path. Well, I'm realizing now, the only way to do that is to not tell anyone and just do it, whatever it is. To prove to others and myself that I can disconnect and succeed in my own story. Maybe I've been watching too many climbing movies, mesmerizing myself with people I admire, those living their lives without boundaries. Maybe my head's in the clouds, or I've seen too many falsely inspiring Instagram photos. Maybe I'm in a subset of people who believe they're capable of more, though I'm actually as average as they come. Or, maybe, I need to just pack it all up and commit, hit the road, 
see if I'm truly in possession of what it takes to venture off the track many of us so ignorantly follow. Do I have what it takes? I fear that I don't. But there's that voice in my head that's also telling me to get through this one last thing. Then the only trials ahead will be tough, but I'll want to break through them because I know my soul's liberation is waiting on the other side. The other question that's always left, what will be that thing that sets me free? I'll leave you with this quote. When you compromise and you fail, it really hurts. It hurts even worse than failing at what you love. Jim Carrey from the film, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. Entry number 22, December 13th, 2018. 109 days since moving to Galway. Entry title, Storyteller. I've never quite felt this before. I was on my third and final review for an exam today and I swear I physically felt my mind hit a wall. I couldn't retain more information. It was as obvious as if I'd walked into a door and shockingly as immediate. Prior, I crafted a 36 page review from notes in the textbook. After that, I watered it down to what I thought was a digestible 10 handwritten pages. On this third go, I tested my memory about the models and crucial points. I made it through the first six pages, struggled through the next two, but I could not get into pages nine and 10. It's to the point that I'm just hoping those notes won't be on the test. Ultimately, I've learned grad school really is tougher than undergrad. Seems obvious, right? Well, it wasn't to me because I practically walked through my bachelor's. My three programs came to me with ease and everything was manageable. That's not so much the case now, but I also should remember not to squander my study week next semester by having someone over for a visit. Dumb, just so dumb. I suppose that's why we make mistakes though, to be less dumb in the future. To respond to my last entry, I know what that thing is. I'm a storyteller. Sometimes through music, writing, stills, or video, whatever method, I'm a storyteller. Entry number 23, December 15th, 2018. 112 days since moving to Galway. Entry title, good news all around. Apparently my insane study regiment worked because I felt very confident for my exam. It mostly covered the difference between marketing incremental innovations and radical innovations, like the iPhone 10 versus the original iPhone. I wrote well and I finished with 15 minutes to spare. I felt a huge weight lift off my shoulders. I was Atlas no longer. The flood of knowledge destroyed the mental dam that attempted to halt my retention, and I saw my notes clearly in my mind as I answered the questions. I silently cheered as I waited for the exam period to end. You're basically trapped in a room with over 400 people until the two-hour exam period concludes. They don't just have exams in classrooms because they think they can better manage cheating in a mass setting. 20 or so moderators strolling the aisles. Once they said we could leave, it became clear most of my peers were distraught. What the fuck was that compulsory question? How can she be so narcissistic? The required question was based off an article the professor wrote. I anticipated this since we used her textbook in class and she displayed a deep love for citing her own works. 
I made sure to study the model in that article, and I placed it and another in my answer. Whether or not I've actually done well, only time will tell. In all reality, I left out any bullshit. I kept my answers brief and to the point. I don't want to write for the sake of filling space on the page, and professors don't have time to read such nonsense. I only wrote about a page and a half for each answer while others wrote up to four, rationalizing it with, I just wrote everything I knew. Who knows which method reigns supreme with this lecturer, but we'll find out soon enough. After the emotional experience of that exam, my better friends in the class needed to, quote, get wasted, unquote. It was the first time I'd seen people go to alcohol to actually cope and hold back tears. Is that a system we should be proud of? A program that inspires you to bust your ass only to rip you to your core, forcing you to fill the gaps by abusing substances and booze? I'm not so sure. Some argue it's just an exam, but they also want you to work hard and take it seriously. I see it as paradoxical. People console you by saying exams or grades don't really matter, but they're also disappointed if you don't stress yourself beyond sanity to perform well. It's tough to explain in writing, but it does seem like a problem. The biggest one for me is if we're actually learning or just regurgitating. I mean, how helpful would the latter be? Hey everyone, I'm Cullen. Thank you for listening to episode number 9 of my upcoming book, Attempting Local. For now, episodes will be released every week and I'll update you if that changes. This novel took over two years to create, from the idea's inception to editing this final version. The endeavor first required about eight months of planning, applying, and test taking just to get accepted and then to prepare for university in Galway. I then worked through an arduous year-long accelerated master's program, all while traveling and experiencing the country, just to keep an entertaining and detailed, handwritten journal to share with others. Lastly, I had to transcribe all four physical journals onto my laptop, edit, re-edit, send to my editor Sarah, and send to publishers. And I'm still currently sending submissions in. This process has taken an immense amount of time and money, and I'm still working on the attempting local project. All I ask is, if you're passionate about this podcast, desire the information it provides, or just look forward to the fun listening experience that it offers, please go ahead and support it. Simply head to anchor.fm forward slash Cullen McNamara, or visit patreon.com forward slash Cullen Mac. Your help and support will go a long way in keeping this podcast up and running. You'll fuel my ability to create and share this beautiful and timely piece of work with all of you. And hopefully, one day, this will finally get published in print. So thank you again and enjoy listening to Attempting Local, A Year Abroad in Galway, Ireland.